Hey, Quackback, Sean here. Just wanted to let you know there was a couple audio issues with this podcast today. So you might hear some funkiness in here, but I promise the whole thing is here. You're going to love it. It's super awesome. Check out epic episode number seven coming up next because that one is all fixed and ready to go. Bear with us on some of this, but I promise you're still going to love it. Have a great one. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stacey and Sean, Good for the Soul. I am Sean. I'm here with my pal, Stacey. Hello, Stacey. Hey, Sean. How are you? Oh, my goodness. I am doing so well. It is a perfect day after a perfect weekend. I'm so glad to be talking with you. You know, I was so busy all weekend that we didn't really get to catch up. So tell me, what did you do? What is going on? What is the story? Yes, I was going to say, I'm having a little bit of withdrawals. It's fine. I will cope. We will get to what you're doing and where you're at shortly after I tell you. So I may or may not have overdone it yesterday. What do you mean? What did, <laughs> what did you do? Oh, Lord. Here we go. Everybody sit down. She's overdone it. What did you do? Because I don't know how to stop it. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, I have autoimmune diseases, um, lupus, Sjogren's, fibromyalgia, um, MS is thrown in there somewhere. It's it's good. It's fine. It's like a tossed salad of greatness. And I refuse to accept my stuff. So I've been walking every day. So last week I started when we were doing, I was doing dog training and we always end dog training with a long walk. And I'm like, okay, cool. So every day since dog training, I've been going for longer walks. Okay. That's good. It's so gorgeous outside. It's perfect for that right now. Exactly. Now, so, and you say gorgeous. Come on, Sean. It's like 100 degrees, but it's okay. It's it's fine. It it could be worse. Yeah. So, yesterday. It was a cooler day and throw on my earbuds and I'm, I'm, I'm vibing. I decide to go walk my bridge. Now my, my bridge here is about three miles back and forth. Okay. Not a big deal. You know, it's fine. Usually I go halfway. I'll go to the top and come back. Yesterday I got to the top and I'm vibing. I got some Tay Tay on legit shake it off. And I'm like, okay, I got this. And then the song, um, Anna's son comes on and I'm like, oh, I'm in my feels. I'm dancing. I'm going down the bridge. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. Maybe I may have gone a little too far, but I'm good. I'm just going to find another song. So I find another song and I get my butt to the top of the bridge again. I'm like, cool. Now all I have to do is go down. Get down. Yeah. Get to my truck. Barely get into my truck. And I am exhausted. Well, and clearly, I'm you just said it was yeah. disastrously hot outside. You've been up and down this bridge. You're probably walking too fast because you were jamming. So tell me what. You know, my heart rate may have gone up to like 180. We're right? okay. okay. It's fine. One, 180 yeah, is not good. Cool. But okay, keep going. It's, right. So I'm like fading in and out rather badly. And so I call my husband. And by the way, we're we going to actually give my husband a name now. His name is Max. And I call Max and I'm like, he answers the phone immediately. You okay? And I'm like, um, define okay. Because I walked on the bridge and I may not be okay. And he's like, Stacy. I'm like, I'm okay enough to talk to you, right? So he's like, all right. I'm going to call you back. I got to go do a, a meeting at school because he's a teacher. He had to go do a meeting. And he's like, I'll call you back. I'm like, cool. Sean, I remember hanging up the phone with him, and then all of a sudden, I am literally being scared out of my bejesus by my person. Wait a second. You're telling me you just passed out in your truck? Yeah. Gone. Done. Out. 
and the truck. Stacey Renee, did you eat breakfast? You know that you can't do those things without having breakfast. You can't walk, can't do anything without breakfast. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Imagine this though. Like the last thing I remember is talking to my husband and all of a sudden my my door in my truck comes flying open. And I'm not talking like, oh, hey, we're just going to gently open the truck door. No, 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 no. This is, there. your car is on fire. I'm going to pull you out of it and I'm going to fall out of my truck, apparently. Oh, it was great. It was great. And, and so I refused medical service because that's how I roll. And he kept looking at me going, you really don't look good. And do you want to know the first thing I would say to him was, do I still look pretty? <laughs> Stacey, you know, you're 100% ridiculous, right? Like you just walk around without breakfast and then pass out and have to be rescued by, I guess, a knight in shiny armor, which sounds pretty awesome, but still ridiculous. Be sure you have breakfast. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so, you know, Stacey, it's been such a crazy couple weeks or a couple days because I am in Ohio. I'm visiting my family. I went up to see everybody. And, you know, I have to tell you, I'm spending some time with my family. And I asked my little brother if he would change my laundry. I was like, this is easy. Hey, bro, can you just push, you know, put my clean clothes from the washer in the dryer? And I took them out. And you know, this crazy loon doesn't use dryer sheets. So I'm trying to put my clothes on and they are sticking to my body. I didn't know that there were people that did this. So I asked him, what's going on with their dryer sheets? And he said, well, I don't use those things. So then he asked his person, his person doesn't use dryer sheets either. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought everyone used dryer sheets, but apparently I'm wrong. What? Who doesn't use dryer sheets? Exactly. So not only is my brother heathen and his partner heathen, it was freezing cold. So I had to bundle up the whole time I was here. And clearly, you know, I wasn't ready for that. Um, but the best part about this is I got to spend great time with my family. And since you and I haven't gotten to chat all that much, I decided that I would surprise you tonight. And normally you surprise me and you throw these crazy things at me. And I thought, you know what, today I'm surprising Stacey. So what I have done is I have asked my little sister to come on this podcast with us so you can do a session on the air. All I've thought about is how the Quack Pack has wanted to hear a session from you. And I thought, you know what? This is till kills two birds with one stone. Spend some time with my cool fam and we can give the Quack Pack what they want. So Stacey, I am going to bring on my sister. She's sitting right here with me and we're going to, well, I'm going to listen in while you and her have a great session. So Quack Pack, I just want you to know, Stacey has never met my sister before, right? Um, she's talked to some of my family, um, but never my sister. So it's going to be really interesting to hear the difference. So I'm super excited. My sister, Andrea, come on over here. Stacey, get ready for this. Quack Pack, are you ready? This is going to blow your mind. I know it. Stacey, you're just so good at this. You've got this. I'm going to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Oh, cool. All right. Bye, Sean. Love you. Andrea, hi. Hi, Stacey. I've heard so much about you. I'm very, very intrigued, a little nervous, but mostly excited. Apprehensive. I'm impressed by yes. this. I'm impressed by this. Okay. So I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like a nervous wreck right now. It's because it's you and because I have spoken to your brothers before and I love them. And it's like, you are one of their most favorite people. So I'm sitting here going, holy God, what if I mess this up? Okay. So if I suck, I'm sorry. Um, Biggest part, I do work solely and strictly through God. You're always in charge of your own fate. You're always in charge of your own destiny. I'm just going to jump in. I mean, if if he hasn't explained to you enough of what I do, I'm sorry. That is your brother's fault. I'm just going to say that now. We'll blame I blame Sean. everything on him. It's okay. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just because I muted myself doesn't mean I can't still hear you. <laughs> it's You're, so you, easy. Sean, Sean, you forget, as the youngest and the only girl, the world revolves around me. Facts. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> anyway, so okay, I'm just gonna jump in on this because there are different things that I keep seeing with you, and I'm very intrigued. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But first and foremost, and I just got this immediate whoosh. Is your mom's grandmother or is your mom's mom passed? She is. She has, and she's all over you, like big time. And, like one of your guardian angel type people. And it's like, I want to cry over this. I'm sorry. Like that just got me like way emotional. Um, You're really special. And yes, you're the only girl, blah, blah, blah. That has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> All of the stuff that you go through, like your life is a little different than most. And, and I'm not going to go into great detail about that because you're a private person. But you tend to have a harder road about things and things don't necessarily come to you very easily. I want you to know that that's part of your purpose is to guide other people and to show other people what you can accomplish because a lot of people around you don't feel like they can accomplish certain things. And by seeing you go through the stuff that you go through, you actually give hope and life to other people. This whole situation with work, I don't know exactly what's going on with it, but it feels like everything's being shaken up right now. Bear with it. Go with it. This is temporary. All these raw emotions and feelings that you keep feeling around people or you're feeling yourself is temporary. All of this, because it feels like you're trying to hold the walls. I'm sitting here in my living room with like my hands out, like I'm holding walls out. But it feels like you're trying to keep walls up around you to keep everybody else safe and keep everybody else happy. Your family, your friends, the people you work with are your everything. You are the person who tries to keep it all together for everybody all the time. Does that make sense? Uh, you are spot on. Like I'm getting a little teary eye because you're hitting it home a little too closely right now, Stacey. A little too close. Yeah, I love you. But I mean, <laughs> I, we have to become friends on Facebook now. Like now it's official like you and I like because I'm like Sean's big sister. So now that you're and, and now that's the case, you're the little sister. So we can torment him together. Um. But legit, this is a big deal. And I don't know what's going on with relationship stuff, but it's like, I just want to hold you and give you like so much love because you pour out a hundred percent and you get like 40% back in your life for what you give. I want you to know that you're going to get tenfold back even in the afterlife. Okay. Life is temporary and this is just a, a, a resting stop for you. You've lived, and I don't know if you believe in multiple lives. I don't, I mean, I, I, it's part of Stacey's speculations. If there's multiple lives, you've been through it a lot. You, the dreams that you have, the feelings that you get, the fact that you can meet a stranger and just know that they're not okay and talk to them. You're that person who will stop a, a, and, and give money. And you do it in such a graceful, beautiful way. Stop worrying about your health. Stop worrying about your weight. Stop worrying. You're not losing your hair. All of that stuff is good, okay? How did you know about my hair? Man. I have no idea. It's God. And and if you're just placating me, you have to tell me. But like literally, I just no, I, no. everything is okay. And I'm so intrigued with the work situation. Can I ask you questions about that, please? Yeah, of course. 
okay, what is going, what's this big switch? Are you trying to get a raise or are you trying like, cause it keeps going step up, step up, step up. You have to work around other people, but it's like, there's a step up around for you to go bigger, better, more, but you just have to hang right. in there. Okay. So without, without divulging where I work so that right. legal doesn't come after me. Of course. I am in sales. Um, okay. Within the hotel industry. Beautiful. Before, before that, I was in event coordination. So mm-hmm. I did, gosh, uh, six years of event coordination, which meant a lot of weekends, which meant time away from my family, my loved ones. So I switched to selling the events. But with selling, there are really high goals. There's that pressure to sell and sell and hit your goals, your monthly goals, your quarterly goals, because then it makes your director look even better. And it makes your sales team appear to be the best team within the brand. And so there is a lot of pressure there and trying to get other departments to like me has been a bit difficult. Yeah. They don't dislike me, but they, um, aren't always the nicest with their delivery, but I, because of my role, I have to still be polite back, even though I really want to say a few choice words at them. Right. And it's like, like you can have that walls up. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. have to constantly keep everything together. And it's interesting to me because I wouldn't be surprised. And let's, let's mark this down. What's today, April, like 18th, 19th, whatever. I want you, I would not be surprised that within a year, you're going to be a director as well. And it may not even be for this company. Mm -hmm. I just see you being in charge and you doing your thing. I do enjoy being in charge. You have to. Control feels good. And then that way the pressure is I'm a total control freak. I am a it's total okay. control freak. I'll take it. It gives character. It's fine. I'm I'm down for that. I am too. It feels good. Um, but back to your grandmother, I just need you to know that she watches over you and to be patient with your mom. And and it's like one of these things of like, again, trying to please everybody and trying to do everything for everybody and try to be everything for everybody. And it's exhausting. You need to find a safe spot. And I know you have with certain people, but you need to make sure you use it. Does that make sense? It does. I'm the worst at putting myself first. And yes. I totally understand why Miss Thelma, my grandmother, is telling you, telling me through you about giving my mom some grace because I'm just like my mother. I'm a carbon copy mentally, emotionally, and we are just so much alike that we clash all the time. Growing up, I was a daddy's girl. Going to college away, I was still a daddy's girl because my mom favored my brother, which is no surprise to anyone. It's not a secret. And then right. I came home and then we started to actually develop a friendship. And, you know, kind of like you, I struggle with an autoimmune disease. Um, yeah. For those out there, it's called Crohn's disease. It's very common. Yes. So please, if you think your body's hurting, talk to your doctor. Yep. I got diagnosed nine years ago in May. Um, and I had to have a colonoscopy to get that diagnosis at the age of 24. So I have gone through a lot of struggles with that. And it was my mom. She was one of those pillars that 
kept me grounded that when I was too sick to get out of bed, she was one who helped me. So I love her. She frustrates me, but I love her because I'm so much like her. And it's interesting because she goes out of her way out of love, but she doesn't always deliver the way that it, it's so interesting because in her head, it's coming out one way and out of her mouth, it's coming out a whole nother way. And, and that's the hardest part because she tries so hard. And it's interesting because in the same sense, you have the same issue in other ways. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yep. So it's it kind of beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. And and autoimmune, I mean, and and it's sneaky because people don't see it. So people mm-hmm. don't understand it. Yeah, and it's, there it's an invisible illness. I mean, yeah. you look at me, I don't look sick. There's no. been very few times during this journey that I've ever actually looked sick when I've been at my weakest or been at my own healthiest, but a lot of that was behind closed doors or yep. was spent at the hospital. I spent plenty of time in the hospital in the year of 2014 that wasn't um, the happiest time. It included a 17-day hospital stay because I had some major surgery that was terrifying, to yeah. say the least. And that, t- that robs a part of you. I mean, people are like, oh, it's just surgery. No, those kinds of surgeries takes a part of you away. It 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 alters who you are physically and mentally and emotionally. And that plays a part. It plays a part on what you look like. It plays a part on everything. And a lot of people don't understand that part. It's really difficult sometimes. So I just have to just tell you, I, I am in awe of you. And again, with everything you go through, you're going to be an advocate and continue to be an advocate for other people. And you're going to be that person that people look at and go, okay, well, she made it. So I can too. You're I hope just, to be there for somebody. Amazing. I promise you. I promise you that will be something. That, that is my goal. Yeah. My goal is have someone who thinks that because I never thought it, not at 24. You would, ne- you would never think that you could wake up and just not be the same as everyone else. Right. And then the unpredictability of it. That's the other thing that people don't understand. It's like, oh, you're sick. So you're always sick. No, you have your good days. And then when you have your bad days, you can't wake up one morning and go, I'm going to have a bad day. Some days start out where you're totally fine. And then you end up in bed by three o'clock in the afternoon because you just cannot continue to function. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Uh, oh, yes. 100%. I've <laughs> been so fortunate that I've had a lot a lot of good days since yeah. that big surgery in 2014 but there's still been bad days sprinkled in and sometimes it comes at a really inconvenient time yeah and no, no one wants to appear weak in front of their family no one wants to appear weak in front of friends or coworkers so it's something it's another part of the struggle is you 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 don't want to appear that you are sick because you don't want to be sick. No one wants to be sick. Like no. you don't want it. No. It's, and it's, it's a battle. It's a massive battle. And I've dealt with that with my youngest daughter. She doesn't have, she's not in my life. She doesn't talk to me. She looks at me as toxic. We got into it a little bit. My son had a birthday party last, this last year. It was his 13th and I was keeping it simple. Pizza, and that's it. I didn't do bounce houses. I didn't do anything crazy. We just literally had people over for pizza and cake. 
And I had requested my older children to come over and help and nobody showed up. And it's like, guys, I needed help. Where were you? And she looked at me and she goes, if you're so sick, you shouldn't have planned a birthday party. And I'm like, it's not my, it's, it's not your brother's fault that I'm sick. And you have to keep a certain place in your heart and, and you have to keep showing up because other people depend. And it's not, I don't want my kids, especially my younger boys looking at me going, oh, mom's always sick. You have to stay strong. You have to push through. You have to keep the brave face. You get it. You get it. And, and it's hard when other people look at you and go, nothing's really wrong with you. You're just being dramatic. And, and that probably broke me to a whole different level because, you know what I mean? To even ask for help to begin with was just oh, something yeah. big. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, I, it's I'm horrible. so fortunate that my, my family's always been so supportive. If, if I needed someone to come over to clean the house and I, if I asked, they would. I'm just not good at asking. That's the problem. I don't know what that's like mm-hmm. at all. Sean can tell you that I I am the worst at asking for anything. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Stacy, you are the absolute worst at asking for help. But that's okay. We we all understand that's part of your charm. So Andrea, what do you think? What do you what are you thinking? Oh my gosh, you have so much going through your head. I can see it. What kind of questions do you have? Oh, yeah. Andrea, do you have questions? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, not, not, not really. Like, well, that's not true. I'm curious you need a about a real session. We mm, need to talk, talk. We do, which I will say, Sean did buy me one as a gift. I'm aware. I was, too, I, was I was too nervous to schedule it. Yeah. I was like, what if she reads all these bad things? And Andrea, she was spot on, right? Like, I can't even imagine I'm sitting here quietly crying because when she said stuff about your grandma and your mom and you being also alike, I was like, oh my goodness. It's like, she read the book. She's been to the family reunion. She knows all of these things already about you. And I, you know, as I've said before, I've gotten to listen in on a few of Stacey's sessions and it's always moving and I'm always crying and I'm always in that moment thinking, oh my gosh, this is such a great moment. But knowing you and knowing your struggles and, and having this moment, I was like, wow, this is even even better, right? Even better than anything else. So I'm just excited to know these things. But I mean, it's less about me, right? Andrea, this is your session with the Quackpack. What kind of questions do you have? I'm kind of curious about about past lives a little bit. You know, I've listened to all the episodes so far. I've listened to some of the other shows you're on because of Sean. And I'm curious about it. I'm, I'm not a Pacific religion person, but I do believe in faith. Yes. So I'm very open to everything. It's something that I find very intriguing and enlightening. And I would love to know what you see with one of my past lives, or if you see multiple, I don't know, whatever, multiple. whatever you want to share. Teacher, teacher, more of a teacher. It's been a pilot, um, literally travel a pilot because immediately I keep seeing her over water, but as a man, um, it, pilot it's, must have crashed. Cause I'm terrified. Yes, of terrified now. of flying and water, mm-hmm. like it's deep water. Yeah, and I don't yeah. like water. I love how I'm just telling you stuff. I'm sorry, but like deep, deep water. And, and it's insane to me because literally the other thing you don't like, and don't mind me as I call you out on this, is being surprised by behind you, and you don't like being snuggled on when you uh, unexpected. You don't like people just coming and grabbing on you, 
And that's a part of a past life too. And of being like hurt. So there's a lot to you. That's why I'm like, we need to like talk, talk. So I can be like more open with things like this. But just please understand that when you go to bed at night, I want you to pray. And I want you to also, because you live in, you know, the Nordic of the cold area of the world. <laughs> when it, yeah, no kidding. When you when I it's have warm a heater on. We have a heater on all the time in our room. Do you realize that I'm running my AC right now at 72 degrees? Uh, that's all I'm saying right now. I have a heater on and my ceiling fan on at the same time. I need a, I need that balance. Flor- okay, that is how I roll. You are my girl right there. Boom, right there. I am the girl who will sleep with a fan on in the middle of it being cold outside because it's just how I roll. But yep. anyway, sincerely, it's like you need to take your shoes off. You need to just get in with the earth, get by the water. That's your happy place. Because that's part of where you've come from. That's part of your soul is just to really meld into the element. If that makes sense, sit in front of a fire and just pray. Writing, I want you to write a damn book. You need to write a book. You keep going back and forth about it. You need to just do it. I used to write all the time back I in the know, day. I know. You have a talent, babe. Just go Life for so it. Life is so busy. Life is oh, busy. Blah, 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 I, no, make your time. I, I totally see where you're coming from with like the elements because my, my favorite vacation spot is a lake in Michigan. Sean is finally coming with us this summer. He's never gone. I will believe that is, when I see it. It Yes. We I should. would love that. But it is, I mean, 10 years ago, you couldn't get cell phone reception up there. It was the place you went to disconnect. No one worried about wearing shoes. You were always barefoot. Yes. Do what you want. A fire every night. I mean, it is my happy place. It's where I go to recharge. And I get to now bring my children with me. And they get to experience it. And I hope they love it as much as I do. Or I might be a tiny bit heartbroken. Can I say something about your kids, please? Yes. Stop worrying about them. Everything's going to be fine. Happy, healthy, good kids. Okay. Who had the swallowing (laughs) problem or like with their throat? Or even with like tonsils? I know that sounds really random, but I have to say it or I have to ask for it. I've been having that problem. It's kind of weird that you, you you connect that, which... I've been having a lot of um, strep throat okay. where it then actually caused me to have a type of psoriasis. Yes. Um, which I, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. That's so, so interesting. Because it's like, yeah, all right, so I keep I, seeing somebody I, with a throat thing. Okay. Yeah. It, w- it was me. Um, it started in like October and I, um, within the next month or two, my whole body was covered in a psoriasis rash and no one could tell me why it happened or what was happening or how to heal it. And now it is mid-April um, and I still have spots on me. It's so noticeable to me that you ask my sweet, sweet husband, who is a saint, he tells me he doesn't see it, but I think he's just blind. Even though it's 20-20 <laughs> vision, I tell him he has to be the blind one between the two of us because it's so, to me, obvious all the, the spots I have. Oh, it's going to clear up. So Stacey, I want to deep dive for the quack pack and for me to really understand what you're feeling and how, how does this 
these things come to, right? They're so interesting and so they're deep and they're always so personal. So one thing you said was you talked about, you know, her having a guardian angel, right? Someone who her grandmother, who was guarding her and was there with her and helping her along her journey. So how does this, how do you see this, right? We've never talked about this before. It's so interesting to me. And I'm sure the quack pack will think it's interesting too. So what do you see? How does this come to you? How do you, how do you know these things? Like, how does it even make any sense? It's such a really interesting question. And you're right. We've never, I'm sitting here going, we've never talked about this. And it's so personal to me. And it's weird because it's not like a regular radio show that I'm on or a TV show that I'm on. So talking to you is a whole different vibe because you're you and you're like mine. And so I'm going to be super duper transparent with you. Um, Okay. The best way I can describe it is in my head, there's Andrea And then there's a woman standing behind her holding her. And I immediately, when I go mom, but nope, because mom's alive. And then it goes in my head, grandmother. And then it goes into this thing of like needing to hold her. And whenever I see the holding, it usually means guarding and protecting and then not being able to say goodbye and the loose ends of like not being able to say goodbye the right way and apologizing that they didn't get to have their goodbyes the right way, but it doesn't matter because there's really no such thing as goodbye. That's more foreclosure or, or you know what I mean? So the best part about this is that you've never seen Andrea before. You don't know what she looks like. You don't know what her mom looks like or her grandma, none of them. So really you're just kind of imagining some sort of person there with, you know, eyes and hair maybe And that's how you know it's her and other people? I don't know anything about her, but I can tell that she has her father's eyes. I can tell that she has her mother's smile. And it's like her hair brought a lot of attention to me because I keep wanting to put my hands in my hair. So that made me think about her hair. And that's why I mentioned the thinning and and her hair issues. Yeah. So when you're having these moments, you actually feel them, right? So you know, you see some things and you use your, you know, intuition or some of the things you can already can de- kind of deduce to say, okay, I, I got this. I know what's going on. I've, I've seen this. I understand what's going on there. Or you actually feel it in you. So if your hair hasn't been bothering you, or you're not having hair issues, then you're really thinking this must be coming through her. So, you know, if I was having a knee issue and you weren't having the issues and your knee was hurting, you would just kind of assume that this knee problem is something that we should talk about because, this is kind of a soul thing that's coming to you for you to tell me. I'm like holding my throat when I was talking about the throat thing. I literally sitting here pressing on my throat as I was talking to her about the throat thing. And it's like God shows me what and where and how, and then I just bring it up. And it's like one of the other thing too is like her knees bother her a lot, especially if she's standing for too long or sitting too long and she has to remove, like rearrange her hips a little bit. That's again just because I'm sitting here trying to rub my knee. That's the stuff that happens. Like if I'm in a session, and that's one of the reasons why I like to do my sessions over the phone more than in person, because in person you pick up on body language and I hate it. My husband, 10 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, he he was like, oh, you can't feel people. You can't do this. You can't do that. You just pay attention to their body language. And I was like, so every single session I did after that, by the way, he thought I was a prostitute for the longest time. I absolutely love that Max thought you were a prostitute. That's hysterical and definitely a story for another podcast because sounds like a good one. And I know I'm going to laugh at it and I bet the quack pack will too. But what about some of the other things you talked about? Like, 
you know, helping others and like having those emotions, right? And you know, you don't know these things because you don't know her very well, but you have all this stuff inside. So, you know, is this another moment where it's like, it's something that you feel inside of you that you know, isn't yours? Correct. And it's like, with her kids, I can tell that she like checks on them when they're sleeping. And one of her biggest fears is that she's going to wake up and they're not going to be okay. And so immediately God wants them to feel like her to have peace. And it's like the other thing that she's terrified of is like car accidents and them not coming home. I don't see that happening. I see them being okay. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to give her all this peace. The other thing that she worries about is like illness and her missing something. And I mean, she's always second guessing everything in her heart and everything in her mind. And it's like her husband understands everything that she goes through, but they have to understand their love languages are different, which is why she thinks that she could be nicer to him. And at least just, just little, I love you notes and like bringing him lunch or just making lunch is everything to him. The snuggles on the couch is everything to him. So that's the stuff that means to him. And that, and that. So what about the hard road section? You said that, you know, she'd had a hard road and that her purpose was to guide and help others. So how does that come across? Right. Cause it seems kind of vague and open. Right. So, you know, you know that you've had a hard road and you've done some crazy things or things, crazy things have happened to you. And then your purpose is to guide others and teach and help them. But how do you feel those things? So in my head, I picture a figure like Mother Teresa, okay? But it's not Mother Teresa. It's like the outline of somebody wearing like what Mother Teresa would wear and bending down, lifting and, and holding out. Like I'm sitting here literally holding out my hand and other hands going to touch her hand. And in my head, that symbolizes them growing on her and them like getting their strength from her stories, them learning from her pain. So it connects. So in my head, that's the image I get, which means that that's how they're going to benefit from what she's going through. And that's one of the reasons why she had to go through what she went through. And that's part of her purpose in this life. And she has been rewarded by her children. She's been rewarded by her husband. She's been rewarded by the small tokens in life. And she'll continue to be rewarded. But she's also meant to have a harder life because of her purpose. But she'll be rewarded in heaven for her bigger purpose. Andrea, we have been talking about you like you're not here and you have been, right? You're sitting here and listening to the whole thing. How are you feeling? What is this doing to you? What are you thinking as we go through this? You know, you've had some time to process what Stacey said now. We've kind of deep dove, had a deep dive into what has been going on and what's going on in her head. How are you feeling? This is this is a lot. I kept meeting myself. I don't know if you guys noticed because I kept tearing up. So when Stacy was talking about how I didn't get to say goodbye, it's so spot on because when my grandma passed, that's when I was first sick with my Crohn's disease and I didn't want to accidentally pass anything on to her. So I didn't get to get my last visit in with her. And then it was maybe a week later that she passed away. And it was something that, I really struggled with um, because she was a role model to me. She was a stubborn old lady, but in the best way possible, as you know, Miss Salmas, who she was, but you loved her for it. 
And she was sassy. She was. (laughs) She's the sassiest woman I've ever, ever met. It's why my mother's that way. It's why I'm that way. It's why my daughter will be that way. But knowing that she's watching over me and guarding me, it helps me feel less of that guilt. Um, What's what's crazy is when, when, when she passed, all of her jewelry went to my mom. My mom was the only daughter as well. And my mo- my grandmother's original wedding ring. Yes, fit, you fit, have fit. it. I have it. Yes, it fit my finger. Perfectly. I have my right hand out right now, wiggling my mm-hmm. fingers. It's it on fit my right finger. Hand. Yep. Yeah, when I would wear it, I haven't worn yes. it in a few years. I'm a, I'm afraid I'll I'll lose it. But yeah, it fit my my fingers perfectly. And um, when when Kyle, my husband, decided to propose, he actually got a diamond that was my grandmother's from my mom and he put that in the ring that I wear every day so I I have her with me every single day of my life yep. when I have my ring on and I'm I'm happy to know that she's been with me because I've always wondered if she's proud of me you know have I been successful enough in her eyes okay so now that we all know there's not a dry eye in the place. I hope whoever crack pack that's driving, you have a tissue in there. You need to pull over and take a break because wow, you know, Stacy always says that sometimes these sessions really pull out things that your soul needs to hear, right? Not things that maybe you want to hear, things that your ego wants to hear, but things that your soul needs. And this has been one of those moments, right? I know we've all been holding back tears and and together for the whole time. So, you know, as we start to round this thing out, Andrea, I know you've been chatting a lot about your Crohn's disease and how it's underreported and underrepresentative in a lot of things. And what where would you say people should donate some money, right? If they're so inclined to want to support some Crohn's disease research, where where should they throw that money? What is the place that makes the most difference for you and people that have a similar symptoms with you? Yes, please. Yeah, I would recommend the the OG, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, because um, th- there's more uh, Crohn's for those who don't know. It's an autoimmunity that attacks your um, GI tract, your gastro system. There's a couple versions of it. Uh, so the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, it's a nationwide foundation. They are constantly raising money trying to find trying to find more research because so little is actually known about the origin of Crohn's. I, for example, was the first one in my family, both maternally and paternally to be diagnosed with Crohn's disease before me, no one had that in their history. And it's normally something that happens through the family or they say environmental reasons, whatever that means. When I have a twin brother who grew up in the same house as me, but he doesn't have Crohn's, but I have it. So, you know, I kind of disagree with that. But I would go just the the OG Foundation. Um, they, they're doing so much research trying to figure out how Crohn's happen. And they are also funding the many medications out there to give people a better life. Crohn's is not curable at this time. You can sometimes go into remission if you're lucky. Um, I'm not that fortunate to be in remission yet maybe one day uh we can yes. all hope remission remission is the goal since it's not there's not a cure at this time um so really that research is what will keep pushing it forward in the very likable chance that i will pass this on to my children i hope that one day there is a cure for it so that they don't have to struggle the way i did 
Stacey, we cannot end this episode without you giving the Quack Pack your information. Where on earth, on this huge interweb, where can they find you? Oh, that would be important, wouldn't it? If y'all would like your own personal session and to have your mind blown with mine, um, please hit me up on my website. It's the best way to book a session with me. Um, that would be soulworkerstacyrenee.com. All of my information for pricing, booking, everything is there. And please, I will be bluntly honest with you. Have an open heart with me. If I am sick, if I'm having a bad day, if I pass out again, you're scheduled, your, your session may be rescheduled. Please don't hold that against me. I promise. But that's very rare that it will happen. But I just want to put that out there because yesterday was a complete mess up of my day and schedule. So quack pack. Thanks so much for being here today. Stacey, thank you so much. Andrea, thank you so much. If you guys want to find us, be sure to check out our Facebook Facebook page. We are on Facebook as Stacey and Sean, Good for the Soul. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us your comments on the episode. That'd be awesome. Of course, you can find Stacey on our Instagram at Renee, or you can find me on my Instagram at Seanco15, S-E-A-N-C-O-1-5. Quack Pack, Stacey, Andrea, it has been awesome. Have a great rest of your day, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.